Punch Presentations is proud to present the Proscenium Online Theatre Company's original production of Help Texas. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and share wherever you get your podcasts. This is Helt Texas, part one. Svalbard is northernmost in everything. If you traveled any more north, you'd eventually find yourself crossing the pole and heading south to Alaska. The high Arctic is a place of savage beauty. It casts a spell, it gets under your skin, and dangers are easily overlooked. If truth be told, this place wants you dead. Longyear Bayan hasn't even been around a hundred years. An old coal mining outpost at the edge of the world, only made hospitable by human ingenuity and grit. This town has reinvented itself, despite nature's intent. Spitbergen cabins are several small buildings hugging the steep hillsides at the southern edge of town. They were coal miners' barracks 50 years ago and now renovated into one of those fancy boutique hotels, where once coal miners could get a bowl of hot stew and a pint of ale in the canteen, you now have a cozy hotel lobby where you can get a gourmet caribou burger and a glass of Pinot Noir. Good morning. Yes? Sarah Mitchell. I'm staying for three nights. Credit card, please. Natalia is behind a reception desk and knits a small child's hat. I'm told the university is paying for my accommodation. Yes, uh, the card is for any add-ons. It's now approaching summer solstice, and the sun will not touch the horizon for several more months. Your room will be in cabin six. Check-in is at three o'clock. The night and stars are a memory for now. Please, you must wait. In the lobby, if you like. It's morning and raining outside. Torbjorn sits in a comfortable chair next to the fireplace. May I? Working from his laptop. Of course. You're English. Mm -hmm. And you? Norwegian. Seems a bit early for beer. Yes, but I have already had my coffee. Would you like one? It's local, quite good. I'll have one later. I'm Sarah, by the way. I'm Torbjorn. Are you visiting? Working on my dissertation. What's your research on? Changing weather patterns above the Arctic Circle. There's speculation that high-pressure systems are dragging warmer air over Greenland, contributing to extreme weather. My research is measuring atmospheric pressure over the Arctic Ocean. Doesn't the loss of sea ice also cause warming? The ice reflects the sun, yes. You're a scientist too. I was a geologist once. Sarah? Hold that thought. So excited to see you! You look great. Thanks. Who's this? This is Torbjorn. We just met. Arthur Cook. Sarah and I studied together at Texas A&M. Texas? <laughs> That's funny. Why is that funny? Help Texas. Totally Texas. Huh? It's a Norwegian phrase. It means crazy or out of control. I don't get it. When the Texans first came to Norway to set up oil rigs, the Norwegians found them reckless and crazy. Huh, you're shitting me. Are you a cowboy? An Arctic naturalist. Seems you're in the right place. Until the habitat is destroyed. 
How long are you here in Longyearbyen? Not long. There's been a sighting of a dozen polar bears on the north end of the island eating the carcass of a bowhead whale. Reduced seal populations have them scavenging together. I'm going to check it out. How exciting. Only for the rich tourists looking for a photo op. There's also an increase of sightings just outside the city. They're eating garbage. It's heartbreaking. It's hard to know what you're looking at. Or it's a starving animal. Or it's old. Injured or diseased. Right. Well, uh, I must be going. I'll let you two both enjoy your reunion. Well, perhaps, uh, we could have a beer later. Yes. I'd like that. Bit old for you, don't you think? The rain finally passed and sunlight streams brightly through the windows. I think that's a stereotype. You can't ski in the summer. That's true. The cloudless sky is cleared to a brilliant azure. Nothing that tells you that it's actually evening, except several lit lanterns placed around the lobby. Sorry, the winter will never come, and then I'll surprise when it snows. While Sarah and Torbjorn are drinking beers and getting cozy on the couch. So, what brings you to Svalbard? Excuse me, would you like another round? They'd love another round. I'll have a Diet Coke. You're back. Oh, <laughs> funny. No longer drinking? Been four years. Congratulations. Charge the beers to my room. Of course. We're leaving for dinner soon. That's so. You going to behave yourself? Are you? So, you're in Svalbard to watch polar bears eat? No. Weren't you working on a paper about their mating habits? Males battle for days and will rip each other apart for the chance to mate. Sounds sexy. Savage, actually. I was trying to film them. That's not so sexy. The BBC filmed it first, and my funding dried up. What are you working on now? Taking a census. It's part of a multi-year, multi-country study through the Journal of Animal Ecology. We're testing a new method of using aerial drones with infrared sensors. Polar bears are always moving, always in stealth mode, best counted from a distance. Why a census? Mark and recapture data is all over the place. Current polar bear populations are estimates. Which plays into the hands of the assholes. Fuckers poke holes in our work, but produce no hard science, no hard data. Is that not the duty of scientists to be skeptical? They're not scientists. They're paid lobbyists, propagandists who confuse and spread doubt on behalf of fossil fuel companies. Diet Coke? No plastic straws. I'm not walking into this. Excuse me. Everyone has strong feelings about climate change. It's now called global climate disruption. Global warming, climate change, climate chaos. It's hard to keep up. Should I explain the nomenclature? No, not really. Throughout geological history, climate has always changed. But disruption means that it is both unnatural and unwanted. You know it's only the Americans who think climate change is a hoax. Not all Americans, Bjorn. Everyone has an opinion on the matter, but not all opinions matter. Your president's opinion matters. Not to me. If we're talking about facts, some opinions must be excluded. That is called expertise, my friend. It's hard to identify a real expert when expertise is always being pulled down and idiots can't tell the difference between facts and misinformation. You see the guy at the bar with the shotgun? It's a rifle, actually. That's Alexei, Natalia's husband. What's up with the rifle? You need one when you leave the city. It's the law. Longyearbyen is like the Wild West. Careful. Polar bears? Are never your friend. Alexei works in the coal mine in Berensburg. Coal is used for electricity here. The decision for renewable energy will have to be made soon. Well, that's encouraging. There's little coal left in the mine. It's a dying business. The Russian government basically pays people to live here. 
They're counting on good jobs in the future. Tourism, shipping. Oil. They're waiting for the ice to melt. It's like the gold rush and everyone's staking a claim. And it's not just the Russians, it's every country in the Arctic. Canada, Denmark, Norway. I think we should leave now. Why? The fun is just getting started. We have a reservation. Where are you going for dinner? Restaurant Piri. New Nordic cuisine. Reindeer, king crab. They have a wonderful whale carpaccio. You are not eating whale. We're not. Calm down. Let's go, Tobio. Whale meat is delicious. You know they're endangered, right? Not all whales. Minkies are plentiful and carefully managed. That does not matter. I grew up eating whale meat. It's a tradition in Norway. There are other shitty traditions too, like slavery or burkas or circumcision. Oh my god, really? What about the Inuit? What about them? Torbjorn, let's go. Can they eat whale meat? Inuit are different. Why is that? They're indigenous. Norwegians are not indigenous to Norway. Hunting whale is part of their cultural identity. Norway has been whaling since the Vikings. It's because you're European. Oh, I see. Because I'm white, I should know better. Fuck you. Let's go, Torbjorn. Excuse, will you be checking in the hotel? No, but I'd like to wait here for a while if I can. Of course. May I offer some advice? Sure. You try too hard. In summer, Longyearbyen is lively with tourists looking for adventure. Cruise ships full of sightseers flood the souvenir shops for a couple of hours before sailing off again. It's the sort of place you pass through rather than settle down. People tend to come and then go. I remember I met this scientist once, too smart for his own good but friendly enough. He told me there's nearly 50 species of whales. Imagine that. He said the northern Atlantic right whale is the most endangered, with less than 500 in existence. He told me the greatest threats to whales is not hunting. They're more likely stuck by a passing cargo ship than by a harpoon. Other threats are ocean noise, plastic, entanglement in fishing gear, and our warming planet. Well, thank you for a wonderful evening. I enjoyed myself. That was not a date, was it? <laughs> Let's say that it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I was beginning to worry. I'm sorry again about your run-in with Arthur. Um, he can be a little intense. He seems angry. It rains in his head. It's beautiful here. In some years, yes. But this summer, Svalbard is barren. It's ragged and raw. You must come back in the dark season. Under a full moon, it's bright as day, and the snow shines like pools of liquid silver against the blackened sky. My favorite season is still early spring, when the long night ends, and the sun skims the horizon. And the colors, you cannot imagine all the colors of the snow. And the air is still so cold it hurts and you're reminded how fragile you really are. You're humbled, knowing you're only a small part of something much larger. Something you cannot entirely describe. I'm sorry that I must leave tomorrow. Me too. I think I will miss our time together. So, are you going to kiss me, or 
I was not sure that a kiss was even an option. You're very sexy. <laughs> I'm a Viking. Hey, Sarah! Arthur! Uh, you know, Sarah, it's late, uh, and I have an early flight tomorrow. No, um, I guess uh, Thanks again for, uh... Yeah. Good night. Good night. I wanted to talk to you alone. Hey! Whatever you're thinking, whatever you're hoping for, is never going to happen. Typical of the High Arctic. Things can change dramatically, often for the worst. Are you going to kiss me? Yes. Why is that funny? The other turn. What brings you to Svalbard? Something you cannot entirely describe. Beautiful. <gasps> Good morning. You're up early. I'm still having a hard time sleeping. The sunlight? Yeah, that too. You will never take a starry night for granted again. This place is disorientating. Time, distance, scale. I swear everything is in slow motion. The Arctic plays tricks on you. Where's your husband? He will be here shortly. He returns to Barentsburg today. You two meet here? We met at university in Russia. You two on an adventure? There's no work where we are from. We are here for the summer and left our son behind. A son? How old is he? Vadim is three. You must miss him. We left university to care for Vadim. We are not sure what comes next. You need to go back to university. This is not a choice for us. A college education will Even always... you must know your worries are small. Excuse me? No, my worries are huge. Saving the world. I'm a scientist. I'm sure. I worry that time will run out and it'll be too late to fix what we are quickly destroying. These worries are luxuries I cannot afford. No, no, they're not. It's not just about saving the Arctic. It's about saving life on Earth. It's about... Energy, clean water, air, food. I worry for Alexei, who works in the mine that had three explosions. The mine's so toxic that they must all wear gas masks. He no longer talks about becoming a teacher because this dream has died. Yes? Lost and lovelorn and nowhere to go for the night, Arthur fell asleep on the couch. Arthur! Don't. Hey. Did you sleep here all night? Yeah. Why? You never gave me a chance to talk. You need to let this go. You must know how I feel about it you. It didn't work out the first time. It was good while it lasted. Look, Arthur, it's not me. It's you. I mean it seriously. I tried. But you can be intense. I I'm a different person now. You're not. I've stopped drinking. Arthur. Bjorn! I'm sorry, Arthur. Let me say bye to Torbjorn. <sighs> what is up with this guy? Bye, Arthur. Arthur, please don't... No, I think we need to talk. Arthur, stop this. Has it ever occurred to you how you got here? What do you mean? How your research grant was fast-tracked and approved? How you got permission to work in the Allison for the season? Landed a research position on board the Helmer Hansen? Who do you think made that happen for you? My doctoral advisor set it up. I pulled strings. Called in favors. I made it happen to bring you here. I'm here because I earned it. I don't owe you... A landslide. An earthquake! Alexei! Natalia! Oh no, you're late. What the hell? My husband! 
Texas Part 1 was an original production from the Proscenium Online Theatre Company, sponsored by Punch Presentations. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and share wherever you get your podcasts.